This is the We Are Outdoorsmen podcast, built by outdoorsmen for outdoorsmen, presented by Herod Outdoors and Max Luer. Top line. Top line just got this. Yes, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> that was my there we go. Well, he does it again. Welcome back to another edition of the We Are Outdoorsman podcast presented by Max Lure and Herod Outdoors. I'm your co-host Richie Herod, and today we have a short topic as we talk about ice fishing techniques. Bobby and I sat down a couple years ago and talked about our experiences ice fishing in southern BC. And we're talking about ice fishing. Today I have Bob Loomis here and we're going to tell you That's about... That's not good. I, well, I know it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to tell you a little bit about some of our ice fishing trips that we've been doing lately and the gear that we're using. A couple years ago, you and I went up to British Columbia and fished Lake Aileen. And I think that was yeah. kind of our first experience with ice fishing and we were going up there because we're really interested in catching larger kokanee, which they have quite a few in British Columbia. Let me ask you, you brought some things here for us to look at today. What were we using up there? One of our pro staffers up there, Danny Coyne, has been fishing kokanee through the ice for yeah. a while. Yeah. And obviously down in, in Washington, well, let me rephrase that. Down in <laughs> central Washington, western Washington, we don't get cold enough weather to right. really get a lot of good uh, ice fishing. Right. So in turn, you know, you got to go to where the ice is. So with uh, Danny up north, he'd been spending quite a bit of time doing some ice fishing, and he had different different types of things that he was using and set up as far as fishing through the ice. And it was something that that uh, you know we love kokanee fishing. You've seen a number of the trolling shows and things that we've done, you know, uh, as far as trolling. We haven't done much in the way of jigging as of yet, which we're going to. But this stuff through the ice, man, I'm going to tell you something. That was a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, so we went up and we met Danny, and we went to a Lake Aileen. And maybe one of the funniest parts of that whole show is just uh, we took Lance Murs with us. So we get there, and, and Bobby and Lance and never been out on the ice before fishing like that. So Danny decided to give them a little safety briefing. <laughs> and you should have seen the look on their faces. Uh, uh, oh yeah, well, if you fall through, you know, you do, you keep, you know, put your arms up on the ice and kick your feet. And they're looking at each other like, holy crap, you know? <laughs> I'm telling you, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, you're going out on the ice, you know, now generally you'd be trolling this right. area, but, but you know, now there's ice on there. <laughs> And, you know, we asked Danny, he said, how much ice is there? And he goes, oh, there's like, uh, I think there was like uh, 12, 12 or 14 inches or something like right. that. You know? Yeah, right. I, and I said, man, is that enough? He goes, well, you know, you can drive a truck on like three inches. And I said, yeah, you might drive your truck on three inches. I ain't driving out of there. Yeah. No way, you know. But anyhow, so he, yeah. gave, us, he gave us this whole song little, and dance on, you know, lay briefing. flat, you know, and do all this. Yeah. And I'm thinking, no, this no. isn't good. <laughs> um, yeah, but anyway, after we got through that we went out on the ice and we picked a spot and you know with ice fishing it's it's not a whole lot different than when you're trolling except for the fact that now you're going to be stationary but you're still trying to look for features in the lake where you're going to find fish and so we went to the first place where there was a drop-off from 
uh, flats to deeper water and those fish were working that edge and so we drill our six or eight inch hole and down we go and you know the the real key with ice fishing at least for kokanee especially is about the attraction is it not absolutely yeah absolutely and so you know what we are using up there has worked really well are the sling blades he's got one of those set up here and also uh, glow hooks and we're using a lot of the same kinds of bait that we would be using when we're trolling except for now we're just we're jigging with them so we're trying to get the fish to come to us yeah 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 you know you're, you're you fish you fish the areas where the fish you know some type of thermocline or some area in that that lake where those fish are going to be feeding once you get into that area now obviously you know you drill a hole you're stationary so now is what you got to do is you got to try to draw those fish to where you're at well you can't chum it's illegal no, can't do that. so you have to create some type of attraction well going to the large larger attractors or going to like a sling blade and then utilizing something like a glow hook tipped with a maggot or a small piece of corn you know you add in a little bit of uh, a little bit of scent along with that and you know voila you start sucking kokanee in mm -hmm. and, it, and it's uh, it's really something you know <laughs> as you're trolling you troll through an area where you believe there's going to be fish you mark fish on the graph you turn around you go back through them you know you, you you work that school of fish well these fish are working us is what they're doing yeah right exactly. these fish are working us now because we're in a stationary spot right. and we have to suck them into wanting to bite that that glow hook and so it, it's something that it it's very interesting on <laughs> watching or doing the different things that, that we've done when we fished today lean we had a pretty good idea of what we were doing and why we were doing it. And we brought fish in, you know, uh, there again, we hit the same thing. We hit a, a, a problem with, uh, with weather. Weather kind of shut them off. The three days previous to that had been very stable barometer. Fishing had been fantastic, uh, just off the hook type stuff. The first day we got there, I mean, it was- System came through. Yeah, yeah. system came through. <laughs> Um, our snowing, luck. Uh, you <laughs> our know, luck. dropped 20 degrees, our luck, yeah, you right. know, typical, fish shut off. So we had to really work to catch the fish that we caught. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's just it, like it any just, other fishing, oh, right? absolutely, yeah. absolutely. You're, you're, you're dealing with all of the issues that you have to deal with, yep. you know, uh, finding that thermocline, right. uh, fishing that particular depth, and, you know, knowing where the fish are, when, once you, when you've got that, now you got to get a bite. Yeah and that's where you have to actually work at them. Danny just has the touch for it. He's done it a lot more than we have. He has a very smooth jigging technique that he uses. These small ice rods, we haven't talked about that yet, but obviously you use a different rod. These small rods are the ones that we use for ice fishing. Part of the reason is if you're sitting in a tent, which we were, or even if not, if you're sitting outside, you can't use a regular length rod, otherwise you're sitting back you know, from, from as far apart as we are here and uh, you're trying to manage your rod tip that yeah, far away. Yeah. The, these rods are, are made so that you can fish yeah, over your hole. At, yeah, you're looking at 24 to 42 inch type rods. Yeah, exactly. And, they, they're, and I'll tell you, they're just a lot of fun because they're oh, a, yeah. 
a lightweight rod, you get a, a big fish now at, at uh, like we said, at Bridge Lake up there, those fish had shoulders. Oh yeah, those, yeah, are, those are nice those fish. Those are nice fish, you know, they're in yeah. pushing the three pound range. It's an interesting uh, technique though that we use. Uh, once you have the gear, your scent, and you're knowing where the fish are in your water column, then it's, then it's a matter of uh, presentation. When you get into the whole presentation thing, um, when you're when you're looking at a sonar, you know we're, we're neophytes at this whole thing. Yeah. You know the the, the folks in the Midwest and uh, you know East Coast, you know all, where they've been ice fishing for a long time, these guys know what they're doing. You know, and we're looking at this stuff like you know. Yeah. How some, do you read that? Some, you know. Yeah. Exactly. You know. <laughs> Are we trolling? No, no clue. Worse than that. Yeah. No clue. <laughs> you know. And so we're trying to figure all this stuff out. Yet we're trying to you know catch fish, trying to understand you know how it is. Uh, and I can remember this last year mm -hmm. when we did this, you know, we'd be jigging and all of a sudden there'd be fish there and pretty soon we're, we're jigging to beat the band and then the fish would go away. Mm -hmm. Well, we learned something this year. We used a different type of, of electronics. Just to digress just a little bit, we ended up going up to Lone Butte this year. Last year we fished at Aline, which is uh, close to Kelowna, you know, an hour out of Kelowna. And uh, it was a fishery that uh, average size fish, you know, uh, 12 to 14 inches, uh, nice fish, you know, through the ice, understanding what we're doing, you know, trying to learn this whole thing and do something different. Um, this year we went up to Lone Butte and we fished a couple different lakes. We fished Bridge and we fished Hathaway. And it's what we were doing is we're actually fishing on fish that were anywhere from uh, 14 to 17 inches, you know, up to two, two and a half pounds minimum. And so we're fishing for much larger fish mm -hmm. and, yeah, sure. you know, stuff that we, we, um, one of our trolling videos, we mm -hmm. went up and we trolled bridge and, and, uh, Deca and a couple lakes up there, um, earlier this year. So we wanted to fish these large fish. Anyhow, getting back to where we were going with this, we take, we took a look at this whole thing and the gentleman we were fishing with had a new electronics that had just come out and this, electronics, you could actually see fish, you could turn the unit and see fish a couple hundred feet out, 360 degrees around. Yeah. So you could see fish <laughs> out away from you. So when we spotted fish out away from our hole, we turned around and we all started jigging to beat the band, to draw them in. Well, when they started, when we started seeing fish, mm -hmm. then is what we would do is we, we realized if we kept jigging, they would go away. It spooked the fish away. Yeah. So we had to stop, and then we had to work the fish. Now, I had made a statement earlier about uh, you know <laughs> typical for fishing up in in British Columbia, we hit the same thing. They'd had like a week, a week and a half of stable <laughs> weather. Fishing's been fantastic. We Should have been here yesterday. You know that whole thing. <laughs> well, we get up there. It starts snowing sideways. It's yeah. blowing thirty miles an hour. Not it's five fine. degrees out. You know, with the wind chill, it's 35 below or whatever. You know, I mean, it's just unbelievable. Everything shuts off. Yep. So you're sitting there watching your electronics, and you're watching your gear, and you're watching fish that's got to be like this far away looking at your gear. And they're not biting. So you, you, you have to do something right. to get them to want to bite that, that bait, mm -hmm. whether you're putting more scent on it, whether you're putting a different type of bait on it, whether you're moving it a little bit differently. But like I said, the large erratic types of movement 
where you're getting those flashers moving tremendously, even bending them and creating all sorts of different types of movement on that thing floating down. It just, you know, it wasn't, sometimes it, it worked, was working and sometimes but it wasn't. when you did the erratic stuff, when the fish were there on your gear, it spooked them away. Yeah. So you had to be extremely, you know, you had to go to right. a, a finesse style of fishing. And it, it just, it, it was phenomenal watching how those fish actually reacted to what you were doing. If you've never done ice fishing, we're really, you know, part of what we're wanting to get across to you is you really need to try it. It is so much fun. It doesn't take a lot of money to get set up to do one of these. The gear that Max Lure makes is extremely effective for all kinds of things that you would be fishing for here in the Northwest and in Southern BC. Um, you know, really get out there and try it. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a blast. Oh, it is, it is. <laughs> yeah. The ice is starting to leave here in north central Washington, so be sure and get out and enjoy some ice fishing where it's still safe to do so. We'll talk to you all again next week.